Real stories, reliable information, the latest technology and news. Welcome to the Plastic Surgery Hub podcast, connecting people with practitioners. Hello again, listeners. This is Trish Hammond coming to you again from Transforming Bodies, where we share plastic surgery and cosmetic stories from all around Australia. And today I'm talking again with the lovely Dr. Jason Oates, who's a specialist surgeon from um, Academy Face Body, and they are in Subiaco in Perth and also in Crow's Nest in New South Wales. So welcome, Dr. Oates. Hi, Trish. Good to speak with you again. You too, you too. So there's been a lot of stuff on the media lately and a lot of chat about, you know, women having a butt lift and, and I think you mentioned to me, what are the statistics of someone dying during that procedure? Like it's huge, isn't it? It's pretty scary. So certainly in the last five years, um, the Brazilian butt lift, the idea of uh, liposucking fat and then injecting it into the butt has become hugely popular. Uh, and especially in the US, it's just rushed up. Uh, and unfortunately, they've found that it's also the most dangerous cosmetic surgery procedure there is. With death rates, uh, somewhere between 1 in 2,000 and 1 in 3,000, which is huge compared to sort of anything else that, that we do. That's just, like, phenomenal because, like, like... <laughs> that's like you can go into a big shopping center and like probably you know a couple of people in that whole place would just die from having that procedure like the, if you look at it like in a number yeah, perspective numbers. it's um yeah and the it's a, it's a really concerning um a sort of problem uh it, it comes from uh what is called fat embolized syndrome so when they're injecting the fat in if, if it gets into a vein it goes to the lungs and the lungs really don't like having fat in the bloodstream getting wedged into all the tiny little blood vessels there. Uh, and it causes this reaction with an outpouring of fluid and you, you essentially you drown in, in your own uh, juices. Uh, it puts a lot of back pressure onto the heart. And there's no real way of um, treating it or curing it. Uh, it's basically just trying to support the person in an intensive care unit until they get over it themselves. And unfortunately, um, a lot of them don't. And in fact, I I think we might have mentioned this previously, but last year there was was a report of a a death for fat embolized syndrome in penis augmentation, where they're injecting fat underneath the skin of the penis to, to, to make it bigger. And they didn't inject that much fat so it doesn't, doesn't take a huge amount of fat in the bloodstream to, to cause the problem. And the reason why it seems to be uh, a much bigger problem in the, in the butt than, say, in the breast, where uh, fat transfer has also become very common, uh, is that there are some really big blood vessels. Um, they're deeper in the, in the muscle, and with the, the extent that that the Brazilian butt lift has gone to, um, a lot of patients are getting 500 mils, 1,000 mils per side injected into their butt. So that's a huge amount of fat. And it's got to be spread everywhere. So some of it is um, into the the fat layer itself that's uh, underneath the skin of the butt. And then there's a couple of layers of muscle. The the superficial layer is, um, is safe. 
the deeper layer is where the veins are. And in fact, the upper part of the deep layer, if that makes sense, are like higher up towards the back as opposed to lower down towards the legs. The deep muscle there is where the big veins are. And you stick the fat in there, um, then you get fat emboli syndrome. So it's, yeah, a, it's right. a real scare. It is because because even um, like there's a there's a like a working party group that's been set up as well to specifically talk about or you know to to work out or work through all about the dangers. But but no matter how dangerous it's going to be, people are still going to want to have a bigger butt, right? So so there are other options though, aren't there? Like I mean, you're not going to obviously get a massive big butt, you know, from. So well, yes, you're quite right, Trish. There are other options. Um, there's been the surgical implant, so a bit like a, a breast implant, you can do a, a, a surgical silicon butt implant, but it, it is a, a, a surgical procedure and it involves having uh, incisions and, and scars, uh, and it's not something that, that I do myself. Uh, and again, it's something that takes a, a certain amount of skill and expertise because there are some uh, horror pictures of uh, butt implants that have gone wrong as well. So that's not what we're um, uh, looking at doing, but there have been a lot of uh, stimulatory fillers that we've been using in the face for 15 years, and uh, they are now being injected under the skin of the butt, so into that safe layer of, of the subcutaneous fat, the fat that's underneath the skin. And like they can plump up the face, you can get some plumping uh, in the butt. And it's nice and safe. And what creates the, um, the actual fill is actually your own body. These are uh, what we call stimulatory fillers where they stimulate collagen and produces it, it, your, your body produces its own filling. Oh, so it's like, like, you could, it's, it's like fillers for the butt, but your body kind of produces it like makes it is a more am I, am I is that right <laughs> yeah. so there's a a couple um uh, around on on the market um uh one of them's called sculpture uh chemical is what they call polylactic acid so lactic acid like you build up in your muscles when you exercise um but it's made into a powder it's dissolved into just saline um just water uh, you, you inject it, it in uh, with the water. You can see where it's going and, and the, um, the, the lift and filling that you're creating. The water gets absorbed, but the, the polylactic acid, the sculpture, stimulates uh, your body to produce more collagen and it just thickens and, and lifts. Uh, what has held this from taking off is, is probably expense. Uh, it isn't an expensive filler and you need lots of it. Uh, and, but we've sort of worked out a, a way of getting enough in there uh, so you can get a, a noticeable effect. And it's really for the thinner girl as, as well. Um, if you're a well-proportioned sort of girl, somebody with um, uh, enough fat, the kind of patient who otherwise would have been having the Brazilian butt lift with fat transfer, this, patient, this procedure perhaps isn't for you. But for the, for the thinner girl who was never going to be able to have the uh, Brazilian butt lift and, and have the fat transfer because she doesn't have 
enough fat, um, this gives you a really nice alternative. Yeah, right. And so is it, obviously, do you have to keep getting it done? Like, you know, fillers, you've got to get them done every so often. Do you know what I mean? Like, not as often as what I thought for some of them, but, but you do need to get your fillers done quite regularly. So is it the same with this? Is that why you're saying it's, it's not that cheap or it's because you've got to use so much product? We've got to use a lot of mills. So, you know, we would be putting in eight to ten mills in a session. So that's um, uh, it's quite a bit. Uh, it, um, it, it tends to last 18 months um, to longer. We, we haven't had it go away yet, so we're not um, sure how long it lasts. What we've found with the caliber procedure, so injecting fillers into the penis, that fillers last a lot longer in that area of the body than that same filler would last in, in the face. Oh, so, yeah, that makes sense, I guess, because you're not using your face. You're, not, you're probably using your face a whole lot more than, than you're using... Um, you maybe know, you've never you... owned one, um, uh, Trish, but I think a lot of guys would say that they're using their... <laughs> That's <laughs> true. <laughs> People might beg to differ, yeah. Um, it, um, I think it's to do with the, with the hyaluronic acids type fillers is that the natural hyaluronidase, the enzyme that's in your tissues that breaks down hyaluronic acid naturally, there just seems to be less of it in the penis than there is in the face. Yeah. Uh, the, for, the, for the butt, we don't know yet because it's stimulating your own collagen and how long that collagen is going to last. But actually with the stimulatory fillers in the face, we've found them to last a really good time. And it's, it's not uncommon for them to, to last a couple of years. Um, the alternative that, you know, I've had patients come to me who've been overseas and have had silicon injected into their butts or thighs um, and they've achieved a, a really nice contour but then have had problems with their body um, not being happy with this permanent filler in there under the skin. And of course, when it's done in Thailand, who knows what really was injected in there uh, and then they're asking me, well, can I get it out? Can I do liposuction and get it out? And it's a really difficult problem because I know if I do liposuction, I can suck the fat out, but I don't know if it's going to suck silicon out. Um, maybe all it'll do will suck the fat out and leave all the silicon behind. Um, yeah. So we really avoid those sorts of things, mm-hmm. um, the, the permanent sort of uh, fillers. And yes, okay, this will disappear. It will break down over time. Uh, but at least you know that, um, that you're not going to be left with a permanent problem if you have any issues. Mm. Actually, you know what, now that you mentioned that, like I, we had a patient come to us recently and they'd had some silicon inserted on their, in their face and their lips and their upper cheeks um, years ago and it was done overseas and they wanted to have liposuction to um, have it removed. And, and so they, they'd come, they were in Australia and they'd gone to um, um, a, um, a GP up on, on, on the Gold Coast somewhere and had it done. And then they ended up with these like kind of streaks all down their face because obviously he, the, the, the um, physician didn't know what it was, but he just did what she wanted to have done. And so, um, she's just on a constant stream of having to go back there and finally tuning this and finally tuning that. So you really, if you're going to get 
Yeah. You're going to get shit put into your face. You want to know what it is. You want to see the packaging. You want to actually know, no matter where you go, hey. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the problem is, you know, a bit like your handbags. You know, if somebody's offering you a, you know, a Louis Vuitton handbag for $50, um, and even though it's got a little tag inside that says genuine Louis Vuitton, you know it's not. Um, the, the packaging can be faked, and that, that's, that's the true. worry with having things done um, overseas. Even if you see the packaging and it looks real, looks exactly the same as what we have here in Australia, you just don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's all about going to someone reputable, reputable who's got the right qualifications, going to do the right thing for you. Because I've actually heard another story now, and you're going to love this, but um, of a uh, doctor who was practicing on the Gold Coast. And um, he was doing a um, breast augmentation and giving people uh, fillers and um, and Botox while they were under and so they would wake up with it. And someone that used to actually work for him had actually received the, um, had seen the package come in from, um, oh, where was it from, like um, Pakistan or India or somewhere like that so with, with the labels on it. So, you know, I, I don't know what it was and I could even get, myself in trouble for saying this but it's like holy heck like you've really got to be careful yeah yeah um well i was so surprised you know earlier this year when they did all those raids in new south wales and and found clinics and you know, especially like beauty salons that were injecting fillers and neurotoxins and stuff and it was all of this imported stuff from overseas and it just never occurred to me that that would really be going on Oh, yeah. I know, I know. You just, you just kind of trust. You just, I don't know. You just trust. Yes, yeah, so for practices like ours, and you know, most of of the big, good practices, it's a it's a long term relationship uh, with patients. And, and I've got patients that I've been seeing for fifteen years, and you know, I've got staff who have been with me for well close to fifteen years, and everybody just keeps on seeing everybody over and over again and you get to know each other and you trust each other and you know you know what you can do and i think that relationship it really helps people and you can also be telling people look now i don't think you need to do this um and we don't have to worry that oh you know this person's only going to be here once we've got to pump them full of as much stuff as possible um because they'll be back in six months or 12 months and we'll, we'll see them again and do them when they, when they do need a treatment. Exactly. I think it's about building that relationship um, with someone that, and actually just because, like, for me, if, I, if I'm going to have facial rejuvenation, I'm going to have it done, you know, regularly and I want to have it done by the same person. They know what I want to achieve. They know my, my, my face or whatever. They know what they did to me last time. And it's an ongoing thing. Hey, you can't just rock up somewhere because they've got like a $3 a meal special or whatever. And, and expects, it's like, no, it doesn't work like that. Like you're yeah. really setting your up, yourself up for um, a bit of a disaster. Um, I, I was talking to a, um, a practice manager actually of a, um, a practitioner who just does injectables and she's, she's really highly qualified and she just does injectables because, you know, she has to now, she can't do surgery anymore. And um, she was saying that, you know, people are walking in their doors every day having had stuff done by people that's just too much over the top. It's not what they asked for. And they've come in just looking like, like just because somebody looks really fake and the massive big lips, they may not have necessarily wanted that. Someone might have actually done that for them because 
they don't really understand the aesthetics of the face. Yeah, yeah we, we, we like having that sort of relationship with patients and knowing what they want. And same with like with all of the, the dermal therapy sort of treatments because you get to know how they respond to IPL or a peel or hydrofacial or the laser and there are variations and you know maybe they need it done a little bit more gently or a little bit more intense but once you've got that relationship then you can really tailor things to what they want and need. And totally, and I totally agree that you've got to you've got to go and find that person. So you may have to kiss a few frogs, you know, before you you find that place that's going to be right for you. And you know, generally, you know, you'll know it when you when you get there and you start to get the comments from you know your friends saying, "Oh, you just you know you look really good, you look fresh," or you know, not like you know, not when you get those looks, you're like, "Wow, what have they had done?" No. Well, we so, got off a bit of the topic. I was going to say, just to get back to the, the butt bit. So, so just, yeah, with, with the butt. So it's not for someone who's like, so if, if someone's got a lot of fat to get rid of um, and they want to put in the butt. This is something completely different. This is just where someone who's quite slender, who might just want a bit of extra. Wants that little bit more. Um, because, you know, a lot of um, thin Caucasian girls, you know, they'd like to have just that little bit more curve there. Uh, you don't have the Brazilian butt lift um, option. Uh, you can do lots of squats and lots of lunges, and, and that's great, and they work, and they're really good for your butt. <laughs> and they lift it, and they make it firm. Um, yeah, these are sort of like uh, lunges in a bottle. And <laughs> so you get a, a nice, subtle uh, lift and firming of, of, of the butt, and it's going to last a few years, and at, at least you're using something that you know, we know is um, a TGA-registered uh, product that's been available for years and years in Australia. So much of it has been done, uh, and we know the, the, the advantages and disadvantages of what it can and can't do. Yeah, exactly. And tell me, so if someone does exercise, someone has it done and then they exercise, is that going to affect? It? Like if they go out and start doing a whole bunch of lunges after they've had these, you know, after they had butt injections, or can um, you just no? That's great. You, you need to do a, quite a bit of massage when you first have it um, uh, done, but it, it's sort of a bit like uh, liposuction. Liposuction isn't an alternative to having a good diet and exercise. Yeah. Um, and I often tell people, look, you've gone through all of this, you know, the procedure and all of the expense now's a good time to really focus on your diet, focus on, on exercise and maximise the benefit that you get from lipo. And it's the same with this procedure. Um, now that you've done this, yeah, absolutely. Do the lunges, do the squats and really maximise the kind of benefit that you, you, you're going to get. Yeah, no, that sounds great. Now, you, do you offer this in, at both clinics, in, in Crow's Nest and in Perth? So currently we're, we're doing it in uh, Perth, but I think probably, well, maybe by the time this is <laughs> up and running, uh, yeah, probably uh, in, in November or December we'll have it um, available in Crow's Nest, uh, New South Wales as well. Mm -hmm. and that's awesome. Uh, it's always so great to talk to you. I, it's always really insightful. You always make me laugh and I'm always learning something new. <laughs> That's great. I love talking to you too, Trish. Yeah, awesome. Well, thanks, Dr. Oates. And for you listeners out there, if you if you want to um, find out where the clinics are, as I said, it's Subiaco and Crow's Nest. You can just drop us an email to info at Plastic Surgery Health 
or otherwise just Google Academy Face and Body, or which is their old name, but just Academy Face Body um, in WA or New South Wales. So thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Oates. Great. Talk to you again soon. Bye. The material provided in this podcast is general information and does not constitute medical advice, nor is it a substitute for consultation and advice from your own practitioner. It should not be used to diagnose or treat any medical illness. Any medical or surgical decision should be made in consultation with your own doctor or practitioner and not based on the materials provided in this podcast.